Best test. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, morning, church. <laughs> My name is uh, Erwin. Uh, for those of you who is not uh, uh, Indonesian, uh, in Indonesia, we are, we are famous with a fake brain, right? We sometimes make a fake brain from a popular brand, and then we just twist the name, right? Nike become kind of like Nike. I don't know, Prada become Praya Brada. So Irwan, Erwin. So I'm like <laughs> the Kawe version. <laughs> so <laughs> if you, you know, uh, in my high school, it used to that, uh, you know, we wore, we wore a uniform in our high school, right? And then um, if you went to the same high school like mine. Uh, so uh, in the new school year, we received this, uh, uh, the shoebox that looks like a Reebok shoebox. At that time, Reebok is, was really famous right? and was really pricey uh, brand, right? And then we're like excited. But then it turned out that the name is not Reebok, it's Raybook. Raybook <laughs> with all the same type font and everything, so Raybook. So, you know, the Kawe version is like lower your expectation a little bit. <laughs> anyway, so just like uh, try to mimicking like the original version. Usually Pastor Irwan kind of like give a joke, right? To start, to start the preaching. I'm going to give you two jokes because I'm the Kawe version, right? <laughs> All right. Um, professionally, I'm a I'm a medical lab, a medical laboratory scientist. So I used to work uh, work at uh, as a research assistant at the Hutch and then at the U. Uh, during my work experience, I learned that if you have a raw food, if you have an uncooked food, and then you add pasta, and then you add rice, you actually sterilize the food. Anybody know that? I know that this room is full of a uh, Smart people? Nobody? Because you just pasteurize the food. Pasteurize? <laughs> this, this is a tough crowd. <laughs> anyway, uh, the second joke, the second joke, I'm going to just show you the pictures, right? Uh, you know, people said that the pictures are worth a thousand words. So this is going to be a deep, profound joke. So if you don't get it, it's okay. There you go. No? <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's... Uh, okay, we can get... <laughs> we can take out this. All right, thank you. Um, so, uh, let's start with pray. Okay? Um, Father God, thank you, Jesus. Father God, thank you for Jesus Christ that you sent for us, that he came... And he died, and he rose, and, in, and uh, we know that he's going to return someday. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that you sent to transform our heart, to regenerate our heart, to sanctify our heart. Lord Jesus, thank you that today we have the privilege that we can worship you by singing, and now we want to worship you by listening to the word of God. Uh, Lord, let my word be imperfect. Uh, let uh, Holy Spirit is the one that are going to uh, uh, reach to each of our heart, including me, Lord Jesus, to transform it, to sanctify it, and progressively re uh, re regenerate it every day in our life. Thank you, God, for everything. Uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. So, uh, I'm married. My wife is over there, and I have uh, three daughters. So during my, um, when my daughters were younger, 
uh, I like to play magic trick to them. All right, for, for those of you who is a rookie father, learn magic tricks. You know, you only have like six or seven years uh, to make your kids think that you are a magician, right? <laughs> so I, I can only do two tricks. And I'm going to show it to you guys. All right? All right. Uh, just for a disclaimer, don't do this at home, okay? For the YouTube, uh, people watching the YouTube, only, only professional doing it, right? Don't do it at home. Okay, for the first one, all right. <laughs> and then for the second one, okay, if that one is already amazed, you know, the second one will put your jaw on the floor, all right? <laughs> so I have, I have this coin here. I'm going to put it in, uh, on the back of my, mile, uh, of my uh, <clears throat> neck, uh, behind my head, and then I'm going to put it out uh, on my mouth, all right? Ready? Anyway, uh, I bet you when you wake up this morning, you didn't expect, right? The preacher is going to the magic trick. <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, this is uh, <laughs> serious. Uh, if you if you if you if you haven't surrendered your life yet to Jesus, right? And then you ask for a sign, like God, you made a sign that if there's something weird today, I'm going to give uh, my life to Jesus, right? So this is your calling. You can lift up your hands, and then we're just going to stop here, and then <laughs> that's my message there. <laughs> Anybody? No? <laughs> all right. Anyway, on, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, right? Um, how many of you believe that I attach and detach my finger? Nobody? How many of you believe that? <laughs> oh, Indra, thank you. <laughs> See me after the church. You know, I have a bridge to sell too. <laughs> uh, how many of you believe that uh, um, I put a, a coin on the back of my head and then coming out from my mouth? I bet, I bet you nobody, uh, nobody believed that, right? Um, in my illustration here, I have a three elements, and I'm going to label them, and I'm going to use it throughout all uh, my preaching, all right? So the first one is the one that you, the things that you are currently seeing right now. You're currently seeing, you're currently listening, you uh, maybe smell, but I mean, something that is happening right now. And I'm just going to call it the reality, all right? Throughout my preachers, I'm going, uh, when I'm referring, when I'm saying the reality, is, is that what, what I mean? The second thing is something that you're not currently see, but something that you already knew, and then that, that thing is usually, is a, usually you use as a reference point, right? Something that cannot easily be changed. And I'm going to... Uh, label it the truth. But uh, for my preaching, I'm going to mo uh, talk more about the spiritual truth rather than just, uh, you know, scientific or anything. And then for the third thing, for the third thing is your perception, your belief, your heart, your mind, 
right? But I'm just going to label it uh, your faith. So <clears throat> throughout all this uh, team, we we have been talking about uh, handling conflict. So I think uh, Pastor Irwan start uh, with uh, how to um, uh, managing anger anger at the beginning, and then uh, Pastor Charles, and then Pastor JP, and then Pastor Irwan again. And I'm and I'm <clears throat> I'm here. I want to. Uh, talk about the symptoms. Uh, so my thesis is like this. My argument is like this. If you, if we, if we are fa- having conflict in our life, you can only have two options, right? Whether you you want to, uh, whether you want your faith to align with the reality, or whether your faith will uh, will align with the truth. And then for this, for my preaching, I'm just going to, I'm going to give you the symptoms. Uh, what happened if your if you uh, if your faith aligned with the uh, with the reality uh, versus with the truth? Okay, uh, so I'm going to give you two characters from the Bible. We're going to learn about the about them. They both of them is going to uh, they are going to have a similar uh, a parallel life a pattern uh, life events, and then uh, the way that they are handling it is kind is kind of different. Right. Okay. So the first one that we want to uh, study is uh, Elijah, the story of Elijah. From we're going to read the Bible from 1 Kings 19, 1 to 18. So Pastor Irwan, uh, the original version, he likes the MSG version. For me, uh, because I'm the elected people. I like the ESV version, <laughs> elected standard version. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so so I'm I'm just going to I'm going to read it uh, to you guys. Okay. One Kings nineteen one eighteen. So I have told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying. Uh, I, th- I think I need to sound uh, like a woman because this is a queen. So may the gods do. To, I don't know. So may the gods do to me and more also. If I do not make your life as the life of one of them by this time tomorrow, then he was uh, afraid, and he rose and ran for his life and came to Beersheba, which belonged to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he asked that he might die, saying, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. And I lay down and slept under a broom tree. And he lay down and slept under a broom tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was his head uh, there was at his head a cake baked big on hot hot stones and a jar of water, and he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came again second time and touched him and said, "Arise and eat, for the journey for the journey is too great for you." And he rose and ate and drank, and went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights to Horeb, the mount of God. There he came to a cave and lodged in. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, 
I've been very jealous for the Lord. I've been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. For the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophet with the sword. And I, even I, only am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And he said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great strong wind tore the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, the sound of low whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he, he wrapped his face on his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. For the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, throw down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek, me, seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said to him, Go return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, you shall announce Hazel to be king over Syria and Jehu, the son of Nimsi, and you shall anoint uh, to be king of Israel. And Elijah, the son of Shaphat of Abel Mehola, you shall. If you if you're reading a Old Testament and then there are some uh, weird names, just say it fast and loud and be confident. <laughs> you shall anoint to be in your prophet, and the one who escaped from the sword of Hazael shall shall Jehu put to death, and the one who escaped from the sword of Jehu shall Elijah put to death. Yet, I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. I mean, so before, <clears throat> so before, before uh, just a background, before we arrive at this uh, event, right? So before this, actually, uh, Israelites was ruled by King Ahab and Queen Jezebel. Queen Ahab is, a, is an evil king, right? Uh, so they, this couple, they, they, they are not just evil, but they, they even killed a lot of Christians, a, a lot of believers. Uh, actually, uh, in this recent uh, archaeological, archaeological finding, they found a picture of King Ahab. Okay? So this is the, the picture of King Ahab. Like, there. <laughs> okay, anybody who knows this uh, character, you know, welcome home sinners. <laughs> this is just a character uh, from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just kidding. Oh, right, you can take it out. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> so um, so the so the ruler are evil, right? And then, uh, and then Elijah has been kind of like praying uh, to God to kind of like uh, asking for a change, yeah. And then uh, actually, God has been using Elijah. God has been using Elijah mightily. Uh, miracles after miracles happen. So uh, God told Elijah to prophesy that there shouldn't be a drought. Uh, there should be a drought for in Israel for three years, and it happened, right? And then. Uh, 
God told Elijah, God used Elijah to multiply the widow's provision, and it happened. God uh, uh, used Elijah to uh, raise uh, this widow's son from the dead, and it happened. That's kind of like hat-trick to hat-trick to hat-trick, right? And then the peak of his performance is like Elijah, like he, he challenged Ahab, and then he called fire from heaven, and then he killed hundreds of uh, Baal worshippers. This is like, Elijah is kind of like on the top of his performance, right? So imagine if he, if he was here and then, you know, we had a dinner with him and then you, you kind of like start bragging about your, I don't know, $10,000 pay increase or you, you just, for the first time you just preach in the, in the front at the FGF Seattle, right? And then he's just going to come out like, but have you called down fire from heaven and killed Baal worshiper, right? That's, he's probably he's just going to one-up you, right? So, um, so at, this, at this moment, but then uh, that reality changed, that reality flipped from success after success after success. Now it's flipped. Now Elijah came to the point where he is going to be beheaded. The queen wants him dead, right? And then I want to argue, at this moment, um, it happened to the very best of us too, right? At this moment, I believe that Elijah, uh, his faith is start modeled by the reality, yeah? Uh, and then uh, I want, I believe uh, all, all what he does at this, uh, uh, responding to this event is uh, pretty much, I feel like the symptoms, what happened when we uh, start uh, putting our faith on the reality in front of us. The first one is like, we, 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 we read that before that Elijah went alone, uh, he went away and he feel lonely and he just wanted to die, right? Um, but if, no, for us, the message for us here, no matter where, whether you are on the top of the mountain or uh, on the uh, on the uh, on the bottom of the valley, right? So Elijah, Elijah, Elijah forgot that actually. I mean, he he's been with God all the time too, right? So aside from that, Elijah also forgot that actually there's another, there's also other brother and sister, uh, brothers and sisters, other prophets, because uh, some chapters before this, Elijah met Obadiah, and Obadiah said that, hey, I actually has been hiding some prophets uh, in the cave. And Elijah completely forgot about that. He just felt like God abandoned him and he just wanted to, to die. Right? He feels very lonely and left out. So I want to argue that this is the kind of like the early symptoms. If, you, if, you, if your faith start being modeled by uh, the reality, sometimes we, go, we feel that God abandoned us. Or we, we sometimes feel that we don't need other people. We don't need our brothers and sisters. Yeah? Even though when you are in the, on the top of the mountain, right? Sometimes when you start feeling, oh, I'm great. I'm uh, financially okay. I don't need, uh, you know, I don't need anybody help. Then our, our hearts start to feel like, hey, I don't think that I need my brothers and sisters at the church. Right? So this is going to be my, uh, my uh, uh, the message. Kind of like, sometimes... When you start feeling whether you're on the top 
or on the bottom and then you feel like i want to get away from from the community of believers i i don't want uh, or you feel like a god uh, kind of like lifting uh, leaving me start checking whether you um put uh, start putting your faith on the reality in front of you okay okay so move on so the next one the next symptoms that i'm going to talk about is kind of like so elijah so elijah <coughs> elijah elijah when uh, went to the to mount horeb mount horeb is the it's called mount of god probably if you've been to sunday school you will know uh, mount horeb as also mount mount sinai mount sinai um so elijah is prophet right he knew about everything he knew about all the history of the israelites how god met uh, the israelites at the mountain uh, let me let me read you from the from the exodus 19:16 to 20 this is uh, back during the uh, israelites uh, when uh, god wants to give israelites uh, the 10 commandment and then elijah knows this so on the morning of the third day there were thunders and lightning and a thick cloud on the mountain and very loud trumpet trumpet blast so the, that all the people in the camp uh, camp trembled then oh this is from exodus 19 16 to 20 if you guys want to follow then moses brought the people out of the camp to meet god and they took their stand at the foot of the mountain now mountain now mount sinai was wrapped in smoke because the lord has descended on it in fire the smoke of it went up lit like the smoke of kiln and the whole mountain trembled greatly and as the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder moses spoke and god answered him in thunder the lord the lord come down on mount sinai to the top of the mountain and the lord called moses to the top of the mountain and moses went up so when uh, i believe uh, i believe that elijah has a good intention he had a he wants to uh, kind of like seeking god right and he went to mount horeb and then uh, uh, and and in, but in this situation i feel, uh, i think that elijah has the expectation on how god should show up right that's why that's why poetically i mean uh, our god is so awesome he show up he make the sign he make the sign that similar the, to the to the first that we that i just read right he make a, a fire he make a wind he make earthquake but he was not there and he came in the gentle whisper way i when when i read this i feel like when we when we when we start aligning when elijah start aligning uh, his faith with the reality i feel he he wants to put god in the box he expect god to do what he wants him to do right he forgot that god is a sovereign god he does what he please amen um in our life especially me i'm i'm the uh, when i'm preaching here i'm kind of like the sinners i'm in the chief uh, the chief sinners i like to for us uh we like to when 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 we are having problem when we're having issue we're going to rem- uh, we're going to recall the past when we have that the blessing when we have when we are we were on the top of the mountain right and then usually what we do is well usually 
if not you guys, probably me. <laughs> Usually what I do is like, we, we make that as a reference point, and then from that, we kind of like try to figure out what we did before, before reaching that point, right? And then unfortunately, we, we try to do this kind of like, to, then we make formula, and then we try to repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat again. And then we, oftentimes, sometimes we treat God like this. We treat God like a formula, like if we do this, do this, do this, do this, God will do this. If we do this, do this, or we treat God as like, if God have this sign, this sign, this sign, it means that you're on the top notch. But it's not, it's not always the case, because we have a living God. We don't just have like a formula God, a, ma a computer God that you put one plus one become two. He is a personal God. He is a sovereign God that he will do what he please. Amen? Right? Okay, so that's the, the symptom. And then the next one, the next one is very related with this, uh, the previous one. So the next one, I put my picture there. <laughs> so <laughs> when Elijah pray, he mentioned about what he does. Like, God, I've already done this. Already done this, done this, done this. The Israelites done this, done this, done this, but I, I always this, this, this. It's pretty much I feel like it's very me-centered, right? I, I, I already do, the, do this, do this, do this, did this, uh, whatever. So this is the message for you guys. Um, <clears throat> this, this is the message that uh, for all of us, whether you have, you have already surrendered your life to Jesus or not. For those of you that uh, haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, right? We think that our good deeds, we think that what we do, what we, uh, you know, this is, this is Seattle, right? Uh, when we recycle or when we uh, <laughs> save the well or save the panda or whatever, it's going to justify our, 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 our deed. And then, uh, uh, you know, uh, we, we think that we are good enough because we do all this stuff. We do this, do this, do this. It's kind of like funny. It's because imagine like God is the creator of the universe. Right? Universe. If you, if you imagine universe, universe is like, okay, this is, the, this is the room. Imagine that if this room is the universe, right? We are probably, we are probably not even this coin. We're kind of like just a dust. Like, you know, when you, when you probably sometimes you uh, uh, pat your shirt, you can see like a dust particle, right? Like that. This dust stand up in front of the creator of this room and then pretty much said that, hey God, if you don't let me go into heaven, this is going to be your loss. Because I'm already, uh, okay, I already give $1,000 to charity or, uh, I don't know, to church or, or to save the baby panda or whatever. If, 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 if you don't allow me to go to heaven, this is your loss. Imagine, imagine that does saying that. Maybe you don't say it loud, right? If you don't believe in God, if you're not, if you haven't surrendered your life to God yet, 
you don't say it loud, but that's your heart standpoint. It's, be, it's me centers because you put your faith in their reality, not on the truth. Yeah? For us, uh, that who is in Christ, um, there are times that we fall into this uh, kind of like mindset when we're facing a when we're when we're facing with conflict, right? Uh, we 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 become. Uh, I know that uh, right now it's a summer, and it, uh, many of you just graduated. You have been maybe you now you're looking for uh, working. You're looking for job. You're working for H1B or visa or whatever, or maybe a life mate, right? And then sometimes when we when we didn't get it, we kind of like um, maybe you've been surfing in this ministry in the ministry and stuff. You kind of like you becoming like God. I've already did this, did this, did this. Where where is? I think I should get that. Yeah. This is this is the this is the this is the sin that I, I usually uh, fall into. Like, you know, God, I already did this, did this, did this. It's time for you to do this. If I sometimes, if I right now, if I challenge you, if I fire you up, right? Hey, God, hi guys. How many of you believe uh, whatever that it is that you pray? How many of you believe that uh, tomorrow or next month? He is the mighty God that He can uh, answer your prayer, uh, give you a life mate or whatever, right? Uh, or give you a job or a, a work visa or whatnot. Probably many of you is going to say, "Yes, He is the mighty God." Amen, right? Amen. Yeah. But now, how about if we, if I will say that? How about he's also a sovereign God, and he's also the mighty God, but he answer no to those requests, and then he maybe, I don't know, if he put you somewhere in a different location, different job, or whatever, can you still believe that he is mighty and he's a sovereign God, and then he, wherever that he put you, whatever situation that he will put you, that you can say that he can still use me or my story for his glory, right? Sometimes when we, I'm preaching to myself too, all the time. Uh, some people here know my struggle. A lot of time when I'm facing, especially like a financial issue, man, I was like, it's very easy to, to, to kind of like just, put my faith on the reality instead of the truth. I'm kind of like the guy, you can ask my wife, I, I'm, I'm the guy that make a plan, a backup plan, a backup, a backup plan, backup, backup, backup plan, right? I don't know if you, you, if you're a guy, probably you know that, right? You already like think all the, th all the, all the, uh, all the plans that you want to make. Yeah, but this is, I feel like, uh, I, Convicted of this, and I know that when we, when I start, when we start uh, putting our faith on the reality, God modeled uh, with the reality. This is probably our tendency. It's becoming very me-centered. It's about what I do, what I do, God. How about me? Right? Okay. So now, 
the second character, the second character that I want to uh, present to you guys, he also almost the same uh, parallel uh, life events. He also multiply. Uh, he also prophesy, just like Elijah, right? He he he, he prophesy, and then he also multiply provision. He also um, uh, uh, raise the debt, and also um, uh, the top of his performance is. Uh, remember that Elijah actually wants. Uh, he he asking God to replace the kind of like to do something to change the king or whatever. But for him, he is like, actually a lot of people want him to be the king to replace the, the, the current king at that time. And then the reality also flipped for him. Now he is going to, he's facing death, just like Elijah. And I'm going to, and I'm going to uh, read the Bible first, okay? This is from Luke 22, 39, 40. And he came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. And when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And being in agony, an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthened him, and when he rose from prayer, he came to the disciple and found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Rise and pray that you may not enter into temptation. So, so I, I mean, I, I guess uh, I get. I bet that you guys know who is the second character. It's Jesus, right? So Jesus also. He 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 is like. You know, just like Elijah. He's has having a success after success after success. And then now the reality flipped for him. Unlike Elijah, uh, Jesus also went away. But he also included his disciples with him. I want to encourage you guys, right? When you, when you, when you guys uh, are facing a conflict in your life, your reality got flipped. Okay, maybe you heard a bad news about your financial or maybe the doctor call and then you know you have a bad news or whatever include your brother and sister include your church, the church in your in your struggle i mean you you can argue with me you can argue with me that oh well in this story the disciple is like pretty much did nothing right they're just, they're just sleeping <laughs> sleeping like a log but then without them we won't be able to know the detail of what's going on in the Gethsemane, right? So, if you, if, if maybe, maybe, maybe if you have a problem, if you have a conflict, maybe your brother and sister cannot help you directly, right? Maybe if you need money, they cannot give you money, or if you need healing, they cannot give you, they cannot cure you. But at least 
they could pray for you. They could encourage you. Or at the very least, or at the very least, maybe when when your brother, uh, when there is another person that have that same conflict like yours, they can and they can tell about your story, right to them, and then they can glorify God. Yeah, because that's that's our that's the point of our life, right? To glorify God. Amen. So the second, the uh, the, the next thing that. I learned from Jesus. Uh, so in that, in that, in that, in the verses, it says that an angel of God come and serve and strengthen Jesus. Now I want. Uh, I like to watch movie. I like to watch movie. I like to watch a smart movie, like, like uh, you know the the movie Knives Out, Knives Out, Knives, Knives Out, <coughs> right? Pretty much like the movie, like at the end of the story, uh, the the main character try to kind of like. Okay, this is how I can solve this issue, or I, I, uh, I know who's the bad guy or whatnot, right? Usually, what happens is uh, the the main character is going to uh, recall what happened in the previous scene, right? And then in that previous scene, is usually some main action happen, something happen, and then on the background there is another thing happen too, and then the reason that the main character can uh, can figure out. Uh, can figure out what happened is because he also pay attention to what's going on in the background, yeah. So if you <coughs> if you remember in the story of uh, Elijah uh, earlier that uh, when we read uh, in uh, King uh, the Kings 19, there's the an, an angel of God serve Elijah, and then the angel of God serve Elijah too, right? And strengthening. When when the when the Old Testament talking about uh, when the Old Testament talking about the angel of God, it's referring to Jesus Christ. Guys, um, see, when we read the Old Testament, yeah, when we read the Old Testament, it's not all about you guys. The Old Testament, <laughs> the Old Testament is talking about Jesus. It's foreshadowing. It's always the story foreshadowing, foreshadowing Jesus. It's not about regarding your character or whatnot. It's not the main point, but the main point is all about Jesus. You know, the story of David and Goliath and everything is about Jesus. It's not about how to defeat your financial giant or whatnot. It's not about that. It's about Jesus. So in this story too, Jesus was there. Jesus was there. Jesus was with the Elijah. During your downtime, during the Elijah wants to die, during his depression, Jesus was there. We have a God that who was, who is, and who will be, right? That's the truth. That's the truth, right? We, if you if you don't believe in God, you only have God that who is. You, there's no guarantee that that God will be. Okay, so that's the that's the second that uh, the second thing that. Uh, learn from Jesus, which is the truth. And the, the last one is uh, the, the way that, the way that uh, Jesus prayed. Uh, the way that he prayed. Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, 
but His will be done. Your will be done. Amen. Um, so <coughs> we can see this. Uh, the 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 awesome thing about our God. He's not afraid. He's not. He's not like. He's not a God that kind of like. Um, the awesome thing about our God is He is the God who have, you know, in the in Hebrew. Let me let, let me read it to you in uh, what He said. It says it on Hebrew. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. We have a high priest. We have Jesus that know about when you are in suffering, when you are in conflict, He knows He was there. He is there. And He will be there. And then we have a God also that, you know, in, uh, Elijah is like uh, complaining, right? He, he was complaining. Elijah was like complaining, like, God, I did this, I did this, I want to die, or whatever. He's not angry with that. But he also answered, uh, he, he's not angry, he's not like, get up, uh, slap him a couple of times, just like many Asian parents do. <laughs> and then, uh, he, he's not that. He can, he, he, he hear Elijah, and he, 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 he respond to, to, to him. Right? And then Jesus, when he, when he prayed in the Gethsemane, the same event, the same kind of like, uh, the same kind of like facing the same reality. I love it when Jesus say, okay, God, this is my request, but yet your will be done. God, so, I'm going to kind of like uh, summarize my my preaching. Oh, before that, yep. So we can see these two characters in the Bible. Pretty much, kind of like the same parallel life events happen to them, right? And then in the response of uh, the the rea their real reality flip, they respond kind of like differently. And I want to argue because one of them put their faith in the reality, whereas the other is put the uh, he is the truth, and then he is always be the truth. Okay, so this is uh, the, the the summary. And then the next, uh, I believe that the word of God needs to reprove, rebuke, and exhort us. I want you guys. I want to. Uh, challenge you guys, uh, kind of like reproof. Ask the Holy Spirit to check your heart. Maybe you, currently you are like on the top of the mountain, you know, you're not facing, but still, ask the Holy Spirit, keep checking your heart. Or maybe you are on the, down in the uh, bottom of the valley. We, we have a, our tendency sometimes when we put our faith in the reality is like, we become feel lonely. We don't want to gather again with the community of believers. Or we try to put God in the box. We try to, you know, 
manipulate God to do something. Or, or there we have the tendency, I believe that every season in our life, we have that one request that we say to God, God, if I have that, it's going to fulfill me. Right? We have that. Our tendency is we make the object uh, of our prayer become idol and we sacrifice God on that altar. Anybody guilty of that? <laughs> I do. <laughs> But today I want to uh, hope that we can uh, check our heart. Ask the Holy Spirit to check uh, the, uh, the, the status of our heart, of our faith, where we put our faith on. Okay? The second, I want to, as a rebuke, I want to call for uh, repentance. For those of you, you know, for those of you who has not believed in God yet, eh, don't wait until you clog your friend's uh, toilet to, to repent. <laughs> But I want to invite. See that actually when you when you think that you are a good person, is because the reason most likely is because you compare yourself to the last uh, to the last person. I, I like to I like to read uh, Reddit. You know, Reddit or YouTube comment or whatnot. I I believe, I believe you can know the situation of human hearts from reading the YouTube comment. <laughs> Because anything, any good thing, there will be a comment that is kind of like really sarcastic or <laughs> or evil. And then I think that's the the situation of a, a human heart. You know, if we if we we think that we are good, especially nowadays, like in the young people. The standard of goodness is very low. It's just like if you're not if your last name is not Hitler, then you're good. It's like you compare yourself to like somebody who's like murdered millions of people. It's pretty much is very laughable if you think that your good deed or whatever that you do can justify uh, in front of God. You need to surrender your life, uh, or if you if you are just I want to call it a Christian hobbyist, right? Your hobby is going to church. If there's no transformation in your life, if there's no sanctification in your life, in your heart, if there's no regeneration, it's time to kind of like, God, I surrender. I, I like to call it, call the people is non-surrender people because sometimes people call it unbeliever, but then the devil even believe God and then they still not surrender to God. So I want to invite Surrender your life to the Lordship of Jesus, right? For us, uh, uh, for us who is already in Christ, let's uh, check, ask Holy Spirit to check these idols. We have these mini idols that we think that we can hide it from God, yeah. And then we, we kind of like, uh, okay, if I don't say that loud, maybe God didn't know, and then maybe He can fulfill my idol, right? But Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it, and then destroy it. And ask them, ask Him to destroy it, because you cannot. He is the one that will be able to do it. And then exhortation. I want to encourage you guys. I know that right now in these current times, uncertainty in economy. I I have a lot of things uh, in my mind too. I have a lot of struggle. I've been, I've been. Uh, there's a uh, something that uh, I've been 
praying for many 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 years and uh, there's no answer yet you know if you're in the you are currently in like on the bottom of the valley we uh, first thing remember that Jesus invite their community of believers right even though uh, again in the story uh, they didn't do anything but I believe that God puts your brother and sister uh, here in the church to support you to encourage you when you're in the down right and don't don't forget what don't mean you're on the top too right <laughs> but uh, you know we as believer we need to encourage each other yeah um, and then from Jesus I want to encourage you that when you again when you are in the down and the bottom we have a God who was who is and who will be yeah it's not the God that is just like who is but he will be right and then the, the last thing we have a sovereign God a sovereign God that you cannot imagine how how powerful or how magnificent he is right and we know that he's also a good God that whatever the outcome of your experience it's, it's for your own good later in a, uh, when you're maybe when you're here or maybe in afterlife right and then we should have that posture that God this is my request this is my, uh, what I need right now but God your will be done amen all right okay thank you <laughs> thank you how about then let's all stand thank you so much Erwin thank you for the word hallelujah Lord I want to end with a prayer